Welcome into the Hustle Show Pod. The Hustle never stops. I am Drew Martin, joined by CT Betts and Adam Trigger each and every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, simulcast live on the Wager Talk YouTube channel, wherever you're downloading your podcast at the Hustle Podcast. Going around the horn here. Good weekend of football. CT Betts doing the hula dance on Twitter, cash and tickets. Welcome in, buddy. Drew Martin Betts, let me give you a little hula just because I know you love it, baby. Seven and four, Drew Martin Betts. Do you know what that is? That's my record. Best bets on this show. Wet three in a row, and I'm going to rip another one off this weekend. Let's go. Best bets coming up at the end of the show. Viva, he was drinking a couple of them this weekend. We also had Adam Trigger. He's going to down more than a couple of them this upcoming weekend. Trigg, welcome into the show, buddy. What's up, Drew? What's up, CT? Oh, awesome weekend. It was it was my best football weekend of the year. Um, finally had one where I just basically hit everything. And then Monday night, I had my biggest football play of the year on the Chicago Bears. And I got two wins. I beat the Steelers and covered the number. And I beat the refs that were, were insisting on me not winning that game. But it gets there. Uh, big 5% play at Wager Talk with the Bears. Uh, huge weekend. Uh, and then last night, I had Miami of Ohio. So... Nice football run so far for me the last few days. And yeah, it was a good weekend. I hope it's another good weekend this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Good weekends. Cash and tickets is what it's about. This show brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Coming to a store near you, Viva Tequila Seltzer is a refreshing and drinkable hard seltzer. 88 calories, zero carbs, zero sugar, 4.5% ABV. Viva, the perfect drink for your post-game celebrations as it was created with the active lifestyle in mind. We're being active on today's show, going right down the horn. We got big game breakdowns. We got best bets. We got Brad Power as our uh, guest today he knows his college football but first we got to do a recap segment uh transparency is key trig i'll throw it over to you quick recap segment yeah drew listen i've been having fun with the recap segment but everyone on the show is making it easy for me because it's really fun to recap winners and that it seems like that's what we're doing on a weekly basis here uh so let's get right into it last week uh six best bets those go three and three um, Mark Lawrence, our guest, gives out Purdue, easy winner. Um, I actually, I had the 49ers as my best bet, that lost, but I snuck in with a bonus best bet in the NBA last Wednesday on the Pacers, and they got it done against the Knicks. So a little split there for me. Kel just misses with the Panthers. Drew Martin Betts finally loses one in a tough fashion because Indiana held Michigan at 29 points, and they couldn't cover 20. So that's a tough loss right there. And then we, once again, CT Betts doing the hula all the way into this week. North Carolina Tar Heels, what a comeback, and, and a great best bet win right there. Um, the big games, we you know CT had 49ers, I had North Carolina, so we were backwards right there. But once again, our, our guest Mark Lawrence gave us a ton of good stuff, and he gave us a great breakdown on the Packers. Uh, which snuck in the back uh, in the back door, thirteen seven. It got there against the seven and a half number. And CT, you should be listening to him on Sports Map Radio every week. He gave out Chiefs minus one, and I came in on this show and said, CT, you need to go and, and try for the middle. And that's exactly what ended up happening. Thirteen yep. seven final in that game. So uh, Packers get the money if you bet it late. If you were, if, yeah, Double if you were on, if you. 
Double hula right there. If you were on that with CT bets early on Sports Map Radio, you would have cashed the Chiefs as well. Um, I, you know, Kelly, she she just misses with her best bet, but her sharp card goes five and zero. That's right, five and zero sweep. Purdue, North Carolina, Memphis, Army, Georgia Tech. That is five and zero college football from Kelly in Vegas. Her sharp card, uh, which is just awesome. And then the Walrus, once again just continues to crush. He, he slimmed the card down and he narrowed it down last week. And it was another huge week for the Walrus. Three and one. He had Memphis. He had Tennessee. He had the Patriots. And his one miss was, you know, we were all kind of in agreement and we all beat the market by a million on this. And the 49ers just didn't get it done. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Walrus up to 42, 28 and two on the season. And like I say every week, you know, that's over. We we're done celebrating. Now it's time to try to try to do it again this week. Sure. Well said there, Adam, after the recap segment, we are done celebrating. We are getting into the big game breakdown before we bring the guest in uh, again, guys, we have best bets at the end, but for, of the bigger slate in the NFL college football, even college basketball, if you want to go there, I'll start us off here. SEC West talk about big games this weekend. Maybe not the huge marquee games. This is a pretty big one in the West division, Mississippi state at Auburn. Uh, 50 being the total, we're seeing Auburn minus five and a half, guys. Something I wanted to bring up here is Auburn, their quarterback, Bo Nix. Kelly and I were just talking about this in terms of you get good Bo Nix, you get bad Bo Nix. Bo Nix does not perform well against good defensive fronts. When you look at his tape against the Georgia Bulldogs, you look at his tape against Texas A&M, both of those defensive lines get, get after it. Mississippi State, maybe not at that level of the Georgia Bulldogs, but they do have a good front. I would look for him to struggle. And Auburn's defense has played well going up against Mike Leach here in this offense. I think they'll be pretty good. You know, they got NFL players on the defensive line, the linebacker position, and especially in that defensive secondary. I think that will help him to go up against the pass-heavy Mississippi State attack. I think this total of 50 is too high. We just saw this last week at Texas A&M Auburn. That total falling well short, guys. Sometimes it takes multiple weeks for these odds makers for the marketplace to adjust here. Auburn, Mississippi State with the total of 50, it's too high. I would bet that game under with my big game breakdown, Auburn and Mississippi State. CT bets, throw it over to you. Do you have one here of the big game variety? I love it, Drew. I'm going to stick in the SEC here as well. I'm going with LSU plus two and a half. The Tigers, Coach O is done. He's on his way out. I don't know if you watched the game last weekend versus Bama. It was in Bama. Coach O ran on the field and was taunting the Alabama cheerleaders. I saw it was that. unbelievable. Yeah. I'm not a, a not a big LSU guy. I love this game this weekend. These kids love him, and from what I'm told, they're very upset. He's on his that he's leaving. He's not going to be there anymore. This is going to be like a bowl game for LSU. I expect that Max Johnson, the quarterback for LSU, to have a huge game. They lost to Bama. At Bama last weekend, 20 to 14, they were deep in Bama territory. They had a first and 10. They were at the 30, where the, they were just ran out of time. I fully expect them to come out and beat this Arkansas team. I think this Arkansas team is overrated, and I think that Coach O is going to have a great game plan to shut down Kendall Riles and that Arkansas offense. I'm taking the points, Drew Martin bets, and I'm also sprinkling on the money line. LSU outright Saturday. Let's go. Go Tigers. Coach O, go Tigers tonight. Outright, take the points with LSU. Trig, that's a tough follow, buddy. Where are you heading? 
You know what? I'm going to go tonight. And it's, uh, you know, I'll call this a big game because it's tonight. It goes off in a couple hours. Um, so I'm going to make this my big game breakdown. I'm going to go with the Kent State Golden Flashes. I'm seeing this at two and a half with reduced juice. Like you could probably get three on this. Uh, if you have to lay a little, maybe three minus 120. Um, I think that's really good value uh, on Kent State. Now, this is going to be the, the, the total is 75 and a half right now. It, it continues to rise. I think everyone's on the same page with this kind of being a shootout. And I like when I'm when I'm looking at two teams that are in a shootout and I'm trying to take a side. Uh, I like teams that a don't turn the ball over. And B, defensively, if they're perceived to not be a great defense, they can create turnovers. And that's Kent State. Kent State, five turnovers on the season. It's the fewest in college football tied with Coastal Carolina. Um, their offense, they put up 682 yards of offense against Northern Illinois last week. Dustin Crum is their quarterback. He's a fifth-year senior. He's been awesome. Both these teams are playing well right now. But I just think you're giving me three points here, uh, two relatively evenly matched teams. And again, the, the odds makers are telling us it's going to be a shootout with this high total. I like the fact that Kent State doesn't turn it over. I like the fact that they create, you know, for their shortcomings defensively, they create turnovers. Uh, Kent State, I'll take a juiced up three. But even if you have to take two and a half, I, I think the Golden Flashes win this game. Kent State, it goes off in a couple hours. All right, looking towards the Golden Flashes in a key Mac showdown, 8 p.m. on ESPN. You guys, that's going tonight. Um, I think we got our, our guest slated early, uh, Brad Powers. He knows his college football. Um, hopefully, we got him on. Uh, but first up here, yeah, we'll throw it over to him. Brad Powers, check him out on Twitter at Brad powers seven is what i'm seeing here yep that's it in his uh newsletter which guys i definitely recommend i read it whenever i get a chance and check them out at bradpowersports.com without further ado brad welcome to the hustle how are you hey man thanks for having me on hey thanks for joining us brad right off the top here um can you tell people how to get your newsletter if they're into betting college football yeah, you can just go to my website, bradpowersports.com, and uh, you can check my past issues of my newsletter if you're unsure about what you're going to get. I write up every single game, every single week, NFL and college, uh, best bets, uh, send it out each and every Wednesday afternoon, and you get it all through the Super Bowl. Okay, and guys, uh, we're going to be hammering them with some uh, some matchup questions here on the field. But Brad, first, I wanted to ask you, how did you get into the the whole gambling sphere? Were you always just from the get go looking to bet on sports, or did you mo did you kind of start being a college football fan in in college? Uh, can you take us back in time how you got into this? Oh my goodness, I started betting on college football probably when I was ten years old. I can remember the first game I bet on was Notre Dame and Florida State. I bet everybody in my my fourth grade class that Notre Dame would beat Florida State in 1993. So it started at a very early age. Professionally, I mean, I've been doing it now 13 years full time. I started uh, with Phil Steele back in 2009. So uh, yeah, it's it's been a major part of my life since, you know, as far as I can remember. Okay, and, and, and last question, and I know CT Betts got a couple for you. How long does it take you to write your newsletter? Um, I know you get it out there, I think, <laughs> Wednesdays or Thursdays, but it just looks like there's a lot of information, man. I'm sure that takes hours and hours. It takes about 30 hours a week, uh, and okay. a lot of it is just compiling game recaps, 
finalizing my power ratings with a fine tooth comb. And then the actual writing process, as far as writing, you know, 50, 60 college games and, you know, 15 NFL games a week. I mean, it probably doesn't take as long as people think. Uh, that that might be an eight to 10 hour process, but, you know, the, the double amount, the, the time to get that information where I can write, you know, 75 games in, in a 10 hour period. Brad, thanks for coming on with us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Love following you on Twitter. You have some great tweets, and I was really happy to see this tweet. I think you tweeted it yesterday, and it went, you said, unranked Penn State and unranked Iowa State would be favored over number seven Michigan State on a neutral field. I really like to see that tweet, uh, Brad, because I'm going to get into this later on, but I really like Penn State plus one at home this weekend. I was curious to get your take on that tweet and also that game, that matchup down at State College this weekend. Well, if you like that tweet, you're going to like another tweet that I'm going to tweet out tonight concerning Penn State <laughs> and Michigan. And it's more okay. of a fade against the Michigan Wolverines, who uh, since 2006, so we're talking a 15-year sample size, on the road against a ranked team. And, and we're talking, hey, forget the College of Wild playoff rankings. We're talking AP poll, which has been obviously – uh, a part of the process is 1938 in college football, but on the road against ranked teams, Michigan's two and 22 straight up. I mean, I'm using straight up because the line's right around pick them uh, with Michigan, maybe even a one point favorite at this point. So I do like Penn state in that matchup. Uh, I do not trust Jim Harbaugh in a big game, especially on the road. And, and as far as the tweet from last night, uh, you know, Penn state and Iowa state just wouldn't be favored over Michigan state. I'm not talking a point or two. I'm talking, at least three, three and a half points on a neutral field. I mean, that's just showing you how good Penn State and Iowa State are. And, and you know, Michigan State's maybe a top 25 team. I think I got them number 28 in my Vegas power rating. So, uh, I mean, I didn't have a problem with Michigan being over Michigan State. Why? Because on a neutral, Michigan's going to be, you know, maybe a six-point favorite over Michigan State. I'm right there with you, and that, that makes me uh, – I love to hear that. And, um, yeah, that the tweet – if you're not following Brad Powers right now on, on Twitter, you got to be because the stuff you give out is great and um, really appreciate you coming on here. I got one more for you. want to hit head to the SEC before Drew takes back over. Texas A&M travels to Ole Miss. A bunch of us uh, – Drew, myself, Kelly, Trigg. Trigg actually gave this out at the beginning of the year. We have Ole Miss over seven and a half wins. I kind of lean Ole Miss getting the points this weekend. And are we cashing that ticket this weekend? Do you like Ole Miss or Texas A&M? Oh, wow. It's tough because from a numbers aspect, I'm going to lean with Ole Miss. It says to take Ole Miss. I really need a three to jump in on the Rebels uh -huh. there. But the eye test the last three, four weeks says Ole Miss better get healthy because they're really banged up surrounding Matt Corral. And I don't want to face this Texas A&M defense less than 100% of the skill position. And, and let's be quite frank. I mean, the last four weeks, a and playing as well as anybody. I think they're up to number six in my power ratings. Although I've been higher in the marketplace almost on a week-in and week-out basis on Ole Miss. I mean, Ole Miss has been hovering in my top ten almost all season long. So lean Ole Miss, but I, I really need a plus three to get to the window. He's Brad Powers on Twitter at Brad Powers 7. This is the guest spot hotline presented by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Viva, our belief is to live long, live well, and live it up. Hashtag Viva up. Brad, one of the cool things, you know, guys out there, uh, CT kind of sets this up with a rundown. 
and we always go over what questions we should ask and so you know it, it's kind of interesting to see what the guests always say back some are like hey no games this you, you one of the cool things uh we all love this you just wrote back fire away any game man and i love that uh, <laughs> yeah, about you brad <laughs> yeah yeah that is really cool because some guys will be like hey only this or hey only that you're yeah. just like hey fired away man so i'm actually going to take you up on your word if that's cool if we can hit quick Let's hit a couple it. games Okay, uh, UTEP North Texas, the big matchup between the Miners and uh, the 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 North Texas Green Wave or Green uh, a Mean Green, green. Mean the Mine, Mean Green, yeah. Drew, the Mean, mean green. green, absolutely. I really messed that one up, but uh, minus one pick of minus one on the other side, fifty five being the total. What do you like in here, Brad? So I bet UTEP uh, on the open plus one. It was more uh, of a market anticipation bet. I, I figured UTEP okay. would flip the favorite. Nothing strong as far as I'm concerned, other than I think we're buying UTEP a little low after a blowout loss against a really good UTSA team a week ago. North Texas, it's kind of a sell-high situation. They've looked good the last couple of weeks, but they're stepping up in competition after facing a Southern Miss team that's one of the you know arguably one of the worst in the country. So I did bet UTEP in this one. Yeah, I, I like that side as well. Uh, another one here for you, Tulsa and Tulane. Tulsa minus three, 55 and a half. Tulane's a down year. What is this number doing at just minus three, Brad? Well, I think Tulane's one of the best one and eight teams in, in the country, and they haven't given up on the season. And, and they also got their starting quarterback, Michael Pratt, back last week. They were very competitive against Central Florida, only lost by four. They were competitive the week prior uh, against Cincinnati, the same Cincinnati team that Tulsa outplayed last week. You know, pure numbers play for me. I'm actually going to lean with Tulane here. I think it's kind of a after Tulsa gave an A plus effort a week ago. I'm going to lean with the home dog here. All right, in the Big Easy, going with the home dog, Willie Fritz and crew. We got a uh, South Carolina, Missouri, Brad. Uh, talk about you know Missouri Tigers. Uh, what, what they lost? How many games in a row against the spread? They finally got one. I don't know if it was in the fashion they wanted to against Georgia. What forty to three, <laughs> something of that nature. South Carolina, they're knocking on the door, going bowling here, Brad. However, they're going on the road. You like anything here? Well, numbers say Missouri, but I test and just the overall pulse of both teams right now, I would say South Carolina is probably the right side and where the money's going to come later in the week. I just, you know, after people saw what South Carolina did to Florida a week ago, I, I'm sure that they're going to want want to go to the window and bet the Gamecocks. It was 11 straight ATS losses in a row for Missouri, and I still wow. kind of count it because – and they're still 0-11 ATS when they're not getting 40 points like Georgia was laying against them a week ago. So, uh, yeah, I, I, there's really not much to like with Missouri. I mean, especially on the defense side of the ball. On top of it, I don't know at this point as we're filming this if Connor Basilak, their quarterback, is going to play. If he's out, then South Carolina is definitely the right side. Absolutely. He's Brad Powers, guys. Obviously knows this stuff in college football. Check out his newsletter, also Brad Powers Sports, um, and follow him on Twitter, at Brad Powers 7. Uh, FAU in Old Dominion, Brad. We get uh, ODU catching six and a half. Of course, they didn't play football last season, but they're starting to play better football, uh, 48 being the total. The Owls having to get out of this, the, the Sunshine State here. You liking anything FAU and ODU? Pure numbers play for me. I actually like the favorite here, uh, although I have upgraded Old Dominion as about as much as any team in the country. I mean, it's for their top five upgraded team in my power rings. I didn't expect much from Old Dominion. I got a wish and hope in these last few games that they don't win too many more games to cash a season win total ticket. 
Uh, but I've been impressed with them, but it's kind of a sell high after a couple of nice wins for them by low Florida Atlantic, you know, taking a step down in uh, competition after playing Marshall last week. We saw Florida Atlantic go on the road a couple weeks ago against Charlotte, take care of business. I look for something similar. Okay. Um, maybe one more here in the Sun Belt, Georgia State and Coastal Carolina, 52 being the total. The Shants minus 10 and a half at home. This Georgia State team, a little tricky for me to figure out, man. Um, and then Coastal laying doubles. They're, they're obviously talented. Uh, I think quarterback banged up a little bit. You liking anything here in the uh, Fun Belt? So I bet Coastal on the open minus nine. I think the market downgraded Coastal too much for Grayson McCall. They're starting outstanding starting quarterback being out. I, I mean, the backup Bryce Carpenter started 10 games in his career. Uh, I mean, he was a okay. full-time starter a couple of years ago for this program. So too much of a downgrade there. Although I will say I'm with you. Georgia State beat me last week. I faded them against Louisiana. And they were in that game, could have pulled the outright upset as a double-ditching underdog. So it's not one of my favorite bets of the week. But, yeah, I do lean Coastal. I also lean under. I think that they're a much different offense with McCall out. They're not running as much tempo. And defense has to step up. Anytime you lose a starter like McCall, everybody else has to step up. And I think the defense for Coastal is the one to do it. Yeah, I like that under look. That seems like a sharp look. Um, guys, Brad Powers obviously knows his college football. Brad, got a couple uh, layup questions for you. How do you like living in Las Vegas? You, you moved there a few years ago, if I recall. Uh, we were talking at lunch that one day. Are you, do you enjoy it compared to where you used to live? Oh, I mean, I enjoy the late falls and winters over the state of Ohio. I can tell you that. Uh, mm -hmm. Weather-wise, it's much better. Uh, you know, stuff to do much better. You know, I'm a football guy. Uh, I mean, I love betting on football, obviously, but I just miss football being life like it was in the state of Ohio. Like everybody, it didn't matter if it okay. was, you know, the greeter at Walmart could talk Ohio State football or, or something. Right. I mean, just out here, there's so many things to do. I guess I miss kind of the passion for, for, for the game of football from back home. But I mean, this is year, this is the sixth football season I've been here already. And, you know, I, I love it. I wouldn't be, I would, I'd ra I wouldn't rather be anywhere else. I can put it that way. Okay, cool. So yeah, I guess uh, being from the North, the winters aren't too cold for you. And, and, and it sounds like you're into football, like uh, maybe high school football. Are you into that at all in Las Vegas? Yeah, I am into high school football and, you know, you just don't get a sense of community uh, out here. Like you do, like say in the state of Ohio, I mean, basically <laughs> from Friday afternoon, through Sunday, even though, I mean, the, the Browns and the Bengals have stunk for a majority of my life. But, I mean, it's just – it's football weekends from back home. And I guess that's a little bit what I miss. But, I mean, I'm in the industry. So, to me, it's football 24-7. I mean, for four or five months of the year. Fair enough. He's Brad Powers on Twitter, at Brad Powers 7 Brad, throw it over to you. Do you have a best bet for us? And uh, any kind of final thoughts? So I, anytime this time of year, you're trying to get some value out of the market. It's not like September where you can see a line and say, hey, that's off multiple points. So what I'm looking for this time of year is fundamental changes of a football team, whether they've given up on a season, like, a, for example, a Temple team. Or in this instance, Boston College, who I like this week, plus two against Georgia Tech, they got their starting quarterback, Phil Jerkovic, back last week. He didn't look right. 100%, but the team responded, I think, from an energy aspect. They got the win and cover over Virginia Tech. Now they're back in the mix as far as finishing the season strong, getting to a bowl game. They need this win to get the bowl eligibility. And look, everybody looks at stats and data this time of year. 
almost all of Austin College's season stats have been with a backup quarterback. So I think they're undervalued in the marketplace. I not not only like BC plus two, but obviously outright here. And and what about the over as well with the quarterback change? Would you look that way? I would look that way, lean that way. But again, he didn't look 100% as far as throwing the football down the field. It, it was to me okay. that the value is, you know, I saw the defense pick their play up. I, I saw the running game pick their game up. When you got your leader back in the huddle with you, it's more about that than, you know, all of a sudden BC's offense is going to go from very pedestrian to, you know, one that's averaging 30-plus points per game. I don't know if we necessarily see that. Okay. Well, good stuff, Brad. Love the segment, man. Thanks for joining us. Check him out at bradpowersports.com, on Twitter at bradpower7. So, Brad, uh, any final words? And uh, uh, thanks for the time, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Take care. Thoroughly enjoyed it. All right, that's Brad Powers. Knows his college football. Uh, just hammering away uh, plays. CT, how about it, man? Talk um, talk any game. He was a man that lived up to his word, right? That, that's, uh, you know, I texted you that and, and the other day. I was like, Brad said we could fire any game at him. And I was like, what a baller. That's what I said. So uh, yeah. that was great having <laughs> him on here. He, know, he knows his stuff. And guys like that where you could just fire a game right at him, I mean, that, that's the kind of guy I want on my side. So we appreciate him coming on. So that was great. Absolutely. Shout out to uh, to Brad. And by the way, guys, yeah, I was just firing away games that were on uh, the odd screen. And it sounded like uh, he really knew what he was talking about. I agreed with him on a couple of those looks. That under look uh, in the Coastal game, that actually uh, got to do some 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 further digging. But I think he might have uh, tipped something off there. We got Kelly in Vegas's segment up next. One of the best out there for the week. Uh, simulcast live on the Wager Talk YouTube, uh, wherever you're downloading your podcast at, the Hustle Podcast. But without further ado... Follow her on Twitter at Kelly in Vegas, Kelly Stewart. Kelly, welcome in the pod. How are you? Muted, Kelly. Uh, got a little. Uh... You know, this is what happens when I come on early and there I mute go. myself because I don't want to disrupt anything Brad's saying or yell at a dog or do anything crazy. And then I start off the show <laughs> muted. So there's my first L for the week. Uh, let's keep on moving right along. Let's keep on moving right along, Kel, but it's it's always good to have you on. You just did the Every Game on the Board podcast, so I know you're really busy. This time of year, percentage-wise, where are you focusing your time? College basketball, college football, NFL, what's kind of taking the lead here? Are you splitting it all evenly? So unlike Brad, uh, who has 30 hours to spend a week on his power ratings and newsletter, uh, I clearly do not, and that's why I'm friends with guys like Brad. And uh, Ralph Michaels and other guys that, you know, Kenny White, guys that we've had on the show, because they do have the ability to spend all of that time. Um, unfortunately for me, I have a lot of media commitments and I've learned long ago that trying to do NBA, trying to do college basketball, college football and NFL at the same time is, is really unfair, uh, not only to my bankroll, but to the people that follow me for picks. And that's just because you cannot devote that much time to four sports. I don't care what anybody says. Something's got to take a back seat or you literally have no life. Uh, we all know that I'm a big fan of going to nice dinners, going to the beach, going to do other fun <laughs> stuff. Uh, and so for me, college basketball, NBA, just have to wait until January. It's just what it is. And honestly, college hoops during conference time have been far better for me anyway. And I think it's just a better focus for myself plus then we know what we're getting from certain teams yes the lines are tighter and i know adam can speak to this and that's why he loves college basketball and he's mentioned that other uh sports are going to take a back seat here and that's because 
November, the line, there is so much money to be made. Yeah, Kel, well, listen, um, you know, Sunday comes around, middle of your best bet. You kick me out of the group chat again. We were going to try to run it back. Uh, we and, couldn't and run it back. We can't run it back. I, I had, uh, I had, I had a terrible. I, I, I bet on Sam Darnold. I really thought I was going to get PJ Walker. Yeah. I thought Matt Rule was going to do the right thing. So I'd like to not dwell on it, Adam, and just move right along to this week. Well, I had a great I, like Sunday. I said, I, <laughs> you always no, find I a way to make first. Always. I, I wanted to. I was setting that up to say, you know. That was the only loss because the sharp plays you gave out five and oh sweep last week purdue north carolina memphis army georgia tech so you had a monster saturday we know you unfriended john murray so are you going to come back with some <laughs> sharp info you know what's funny i i unfriended john murray because he told me the group that uh started playing star sharp stuff stopped playing sharp stuff and now i figured out today uh, on bet on it it's because they started playing college basketball and so they're they're done with college football, as Brad alluded to. November's really tough. Sometimes you don't know which teams quit. Some teams are they playing for a bowl game? Uh, did they have their season burst last week? Maybe like CT's Baylor Bears. Things like that really need to start coming into play and trying to figure out uh, who's real and who's a pretender is uh, going to be a fun game in college basketball. But for me, I'm going to leave that up to the sharp groups and hopefully I can get us some good information. Well, that's Kel, what we're here uh, for, Cal. We need that information. Check. You got anything or what, Cal? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I was waiting to see. Waiting for the uh, Adam's hosting the show now. Now I'm all confused. Uh, this <laughs> week, I've got a couple of interesting things. They uh, played Ohio State minus 20, which was absolute bananas to me. Um, I thought that was way too many points, but I'm on board because who am I to question what they're doing? Also, maybe Purdue's a little overvalued here in this spot. They also played FSU Moneyline. They didn't even take the two and a half points. They just straight up played FSU Moneyline. Thought that was kind of crazy. Um, I think this was a game that Brad touched on. I could be very wrong. Uh, they played Georgia Southern plus two and a half. Obviously, they just got uh, beat up pretty bad by Coastal Carolina. So their stock is going to be a little bit low. CT, they're in agreement with your Baylor Bears. I thought that they were primed for a letdown spot, a bubble burst, if you will, for this team, but I think this team is uh, a little bit different than that. Look, they didn't have national championship hopes. They weren't ranked in the top five. This was a, a team that has really overachieved all season long off uh, that win over Texas. Yes, they lost to TCU, and I'm sorry about that, uh, but now they get to play spoiler to Oklahoma, and I think to me that says something about this Baylor team. So they did play Baylor at six. We know Baylor's been bet down heavily since then. And then they also played Colorado State plus two and a half. And I have no real comment there. I will uh, say that I did tail them on Ohio State, Florida State, and Baylor. Kel, something uh, pretty funny that um, you I reminded you of the other day that you totally forgot about was a few years ago, our good friend Kenny White at the beginning of college basketball, he texted us and he said, take Georgetown minus 25 today. Can't remember who they were playing. I think like IUPUI. And uh, we got blown out by about 20 outright uh, the other the other way. Um, so ever since that, you and I kind of really tread lightly when college hoop starts. That's why we have good friends like Treg and Brad and, and Kenny that kind of dive into uh, it right away. But, you know, I had a lot of people asking me if, if you and I are going to start and Drew are going to dive into hoops like Treg. 
I tend not to. I, I wait a little bit. Wanted to see if, if you're still kind of waiting to, to dive into it or you're getting into it right now or still just focus on football. Yeah, this is something that Drew and I were speaking about. Obviously, uh, Drew is the host of the show, and then I'm the director of media relations, if you will. I actually think when I got, I think when I resigned my contract, I told him I wanted to be vice president. Isn't that fun to work for a company where you just get to choose your title? Uh, so maybe I'll tell, text Johnny and Troy, <laughs> don't forget I'm VP of media relations. And so I told him, look, we've got a ton of shows going on at Wager Talk right now, but I would love to do a hustle basketball version. And so I think yeah. that that's pretty much the plan right now is once college football is over, we'll do a maybe a Wednesday before tip, maybe even a Saturday morning before tip. We'll see what everybody's schedules have on. So I'm excited uh, to be able to hang out with you assholes every single week and talk college hoops, but starting <laughs> after college football is over. Absolutely, guys. <laughs> Wednesdays, Saturday mornings. Gosh, could you imagine right before tip off going all over all those Who's games? Gonna be hung over? It's going to be the two in the bottom part yeah. of the screen, uh, yeah, hating their lives. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, getting up for that might be tough, it. but Hey, it will be fun for us. Sports betters guys uh, brought to you by Viva tequila seltzer Viva coming to a store near you. We flavored our tequila seltzer because flavor is the spice of life. And we like our drinks with a kick just as we like to live our lives. We got Wally's corner coming up CT bets. I didn't mean to cut you off, man. Anything else here with uh, KIV? Nope. We could go right to Wally's corner, Drew. Okay. Let's get after um, it, buddy. All right, Wally's Corner, obviously Pat Wall, good friend of the show, does a lot of stuff behind the scenes. And um, Treg, tell him, I mean, Wally's Corner has been totally on fire these last three weeks. Let's get an update from last week and yearly stats, please. Yeah, the Walrus has been delivering week in and week out. Last week, he gives us four plays, three and one, and the one loss, nice CLV trophy right there. I mean, he beat the market by like seven points. So that's just... 49ers didn't show up, but a three and one week, which improves the Walrus to 42, 28 and two on the season. Uh, that's a 72 game sample, and that's a really impressive hit rate. Um, so hopefully he just keeps them coming because it's been awesome so far this year. Close to 60% for Wally's corner, not too bad. Um, he gave us a little bit of gold here, so we'll run down through them. And uh, he gave us two college and three pro. We'll start with college here. Minnesota at Iowa. They bet Minnesota plus seven down to plus six. Sits at plus five and a half right now. Staying in college, Arizona State at Washington. They bet Arizona State minus four all the way up to minus five. Currently sits at minus five and a half, minus six. Head over to the NFL, Drew Martin bets. The Saints at Titans. They bet the Saints plus three, and I think it still sits at plus three right now. It might be a little juice, Kel. Is that what you're seeing? Looks like there's some plus threes out there. I'm on the Wager Talk odd screen right now. Uh, always make sure you guys are able to shop around because there is some definite plus threes. And honestly, plus two and a half, I hope it, I hope it hits it so I can put it in a teaser. I'm with you. That's a game that I like as well. I like the Saints. I bet the Saints plus three, minus 115 yesterday. We'll stay in the NFL here. Two more Vikings at Chargers. Wally says the Sharps bet the, the Chargers. Minus two and a half, all the way up to minus three. Even, it sits at minus three. Even, minus three, minus 110 right now. Last one, NFL. Rams at Niners. They bet the Niners. Took four and a half, all the way down to four. Currently sits at plus four, plus three and a half. That's Wally's corner, Drew Martin. Bets two college, three NFL, 
five total, shop around, get the best number, Wally's Corner, on fire, do the hula, hustle. Let's go. And now we got Drew Martin Betts doing the muted <laughs> doing the muted thing that we've all done so far today. My it's bad, the muted guys. day. It is the muted yeah. day. I was giving Walrus some uh, some props there from uh, Las Vegas, an unknown. Uh, uh, it will remain not said the sports book there. But CT bets that was a uh, really really good way to uh, end Wally's corner. We do have uh, Trigg's new college basketball segment coming up right now. Uh, quick, you know, ninety seconds. Where are we heading on the uh, the hoops front? All right, Drew. So yeah, for me, it's a little different. I jump right. I'm into college basketball the first day of the season. Uh, college basketball is my main sport. And I really think it's the easiest way to make money betting sports because sports books have to deal with 350 teams as opposed to the other leagues where they have 30 NFL teams or 150 college football teams. Uh, so I'm right in. I didn't have a, a release in college basketball tonight because so many games were last night. But I, do I did find one that I actually really like quite a bit, and it's going to take us out to Laramie, Wyoming. I'm looking at Detroit and Wyoming tonight. Um, and initially, initially, I didn't want to fade Wyoming at home because it's the highest altitude in the country, and it, it tends to be a very tough place to play. But I saw a little sharp money come in on Detroit, and this is a play-on team for me. I wrote about it weeks ago. I love this Detroit Titans team. Drew Martin Betts, last year, uh, you gave out Detroit as a play, and we kind of talked about it at the same time. We started betting them. They won nine of their last 10 games, and they took a heartbreaking loss in the Horizon League tournament to end the season. But they ended as strong as any mid-major in the country. Um, this team, they have uh, their best player back. He's probably the best player in Horizon. That's Antoine Davis. He's an absolute furnace. The guy can score in bunches. He averages over 20 a game. And they've got some really nice transfers. Um, probably four that are going to be impact players for this team this year. One of them is DJ Harvey. He played key minutes as a freshman and sophomore for Notre Dame. It didn't work out at Vanderbilt, which was his next stop last year. Now he's on Detroit, and him and Antoine Davis are going to be a, a ridiculous backcourt for this Detroit team. They return a 6'11 uh, center in Noah Waterman that can step out and hit the three. And I just really like this team. They're coached by Mike Davis. That's the same Mike Davis that took Indiana to a national championship all those years ago. Uh, this team has a great mix of players. They're getting five points tonight at a Wyoming team that they've got everyone back except for Marcus Williams, who was their best player last year. Um, they're a little bit slow, not super athletic. They really rely on shot making. I think Detroit's a better team. And as long as they can, you know, deal with the altitude, uh, which is always a question, but in this case, I'm going to roll with Detroit. I think they're that much better than Wyoming. They're getting five points. I like the Detroit Mercy Titans to win in Laramie tonight. Detroit plus five. I like that, Adam Trigger. Detroit Mercy was a great bet end of last season. They came really close to cashing that uh, Horizon League uh, uh, future that I had. Unfortunately, didn't get there. But Detroit Mercy looks like a good look, even in the elevation. Good breakdown there, Adam. We got James in the chat box saying, don't sleep on the Titans and the Pats. We got Condor saying, viva Wally. All right, Wally's corner going <laughs> viva style there. And we got Jackson saying, yes, hustle on Saturdays needs to happen along with Wednesdays. So, Kelly in Vegas, we might need to make this happen. We got best bets coming up, guys. Going around the horn, final thoughts, best bets. Uh, Kelly, if you want to start us off here, any best bet for the hustle? 
Yeah, my best bet was actually before Trig started talking. I was going to take the over 90 seconds, um, but that oh, was, that uh, it was not, it was already off the board. <laughs> I went to bet it really quickly and it was just too late. Uh, that being said, Trig and I are both very long winded, so I can talk shit. Also, my next best bet is that I want to make sure Chris's lighting doesn't look like he died. He looks like an angel. <laughs> you know what it is? So Chris got a brand new camera. And when it picks up the TV and Chris plus the ring light, I already know what the problem is. Don't worry. I'm going to call Mrs. Bear. We're going to get it sorted out for next week. That being said, Perfect. my best bet this week is head-to-head -head with Wally's Corner. And I really don't like that. I'll be honest with you. Uh, and it's unfortunate, but I'm going to take Coach Zimmer plus the plus the field goal in the uh, no longer soccer stadium in L.A. They're now playing at SoFi. But it will still be half Vikings fans because, well, Chargers fans are non-existent. And that's just the truth. And I don't blame them because this Chargers team is headed in the wrong direction. Yes, they got the win at Philadelphia last week, but I think it was rather fraudulent. A couple last weeks have been so weird with that Philly line where it just is sitting on a field goal on Sunday and just gets hammered the other way. And every single time they've been dead wrong on this team uh, because of one week that they should have been right on it at Detroit, everybody hammered Detroit. I, I really don't understand this Eagles team, but I would like to not give any credit to the Los Angeles Chargers. That being said, Coach Zimmer, off a loss, 34-17 and 17 against the spread. Listen, he was one of the best ATS coaches in the country two years ago uh, in the NFL, and it, it kind of took a little bit of a fall, and I think he's making a comeback. We've started to see this team really start to progress over the last couple of weeks. I think they get the win in L.A. Okay, like it, Kelly in Vegas. There's a uh, best bet starting off, guys. Viva, remember Viva. It's for the best bets and the uh, guests. It's also for you. Viva, we flavored our tequila seltzer because flavor is the spice of life and we like our drinks with a kick just as we like to live our lives. Remember to check out the merch store as well. A lot of good new ho hoodies there, guys. Leave the chat being one. Do the hula. That's for CT leave Bets. The Degenerate special. Well, put up a leave the chat hoodie. I love it. Good for him. Of course, you got to do the hula. Uh, CT Bets just going to be doing the hula for all eternity now. It's a great dance. Why not, right? Uh, best bets for me, guys. South Carolina, the Gamecocks can still get them plus one. Pick them at shops. I'd take that plus one against Missouri. Missouri, how many straight games they've lost against the spread in a row? It's double digits until this past Saturday. They lost by, what, 40 points and covered the spread. That doesn't count to get them off the shine for me. I'm going South Carolina Gamecocks to punch their bowl ticket here for their sixth win of the season. They need this one, guys, going on the road. South Carolina plus one, competitively priced game. Gamecock's going to get it. CT bets. He's got the hula. Go check out the merch store, guys. Link is in the uh, the Twitter, the Hustle Show pod in the link below. That is the merch store. You can get his hula dance hoodie there. CT bets. Final thoughts, best bets? Yeah, best bets. We've been on a good run. Uh, whacked our last three in a row. Best bets on the hustle, seven and four. I'm going to make it eight and four this weekend. We're going to the Big Ten. Actually, the owner of Viva's alma mater, and I'm taking the home dog with Penn State, the Nittany Lions, plus one to get it done down in State College. Look, we know James Franklin probably on his way out. Not going to be there anymore. You can just tell by the way he's talking in his press conferences. He hired a new agent. No problem. The kids there still somehow love him. I personally think he's brain dead, but 
I think he's going to get his one signature Big Ten win that he usually does do, and that's this weekend off of, off of Michigan. I think he's going to bring Harbaugh back to reality, slap him in the face a little bit. I think this is a much better Penn State team. If Sean Clifford doesn't get hurt versus Iowa, Iowa comes back and wins that game. It's a different situation for Penn State. I expect Clifford and Dotson to be on the same page this weekend, firing on all cylinders. They scored 17 points, Drew Martin bets 17 last weekend versus Maryland in the fourth quarter, and I expect them to pick up right where they left off. Penn State Nittany Lions, get the job done. You're doing the hula. It's at 12 Eastern noontime on Saturday. Get your Saturday started right and bang those Nittany Lions 8-4 and four for CT on the best bets. Kickoff Saturday right. Nittany Lions, there we go. Tough follow, Adam. Finish us off, buddy. All right, real quick. Friend of the show, Keith Landry, asked the status of Northern Illinois quarterback Rocky Lombardi in a question. I just got a text. He's announced as the starter. So if you're looking at that game still, that's tonight. Northern Illinois quarterback Rocky Lombardi is playing. As far as my best bet, I'm mostly going to do college hoop here, but it is a slow night on the hardwood after last night's opening sort of extravaganza with like 150 games. So let's go to college football, and I'll go to the ACC Um I'm going to take NC State plus the points. This is the dream crusher of all dream crushers. If Wake Forest had won that game last week, they would be looking at being a home favorite, and there would be real talk about them making the college football playoff. And they had to at least think that they had a chance for the CFP. That chance is gone, and they and, it, and it's gone in resounding fashion. They blew an 18-point lead last week in a game that they probably feel like they should have closed out. They did not. Now they have to play a very good NC State team that has easily the best defense they've seen in a month. This is a tough spot for Wake Forest. NC State, can play; they can defend far better than the teams Wake Forest has seen. And they only have seven turnovers on the season, which means Wake Forest's atrocious defense isn't going to force those turnovers. And NC State should be able to score at will. I actually think NC State's the better team. CT Betts talked about NC State at the beginning of the season. They're 7-2 with a, a one-point loss to Miami and a tough loss on the road to, to Mississippi State. I think NC State is the clear better team here, and I think they get the win over Wake Forest this weekend. He's Adam Trigger. Best bets, guys, is in the book. That does it. Check out the merch store. Uh, Kelly in Vegas. We got the uh, CT bets. We got... Adam Trigger as well. I am Drew Martin. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Please smash that like button. Huge shout out to the chat box. Everybody joining us live. Simulcast live on the Wager Talk YouTube channel. Also, wherever you're downloading your podcast at, The Hustle Podcast. Best of luck with your bets out there. Feel free to comment below on the YouTube channel as well. Let us know where you agree, where you disagree. For Kelly, Adam, CT, I am Drew. We'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Come back and join us. Best of luck with your bets.